everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited today. I have the writer, director, producer of the new romantic comedy, Surprise Me, here with me. Nancy Goodman is here on the podcast. And thanks so much, Nancy, for taking the time to talk with us. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So uh, what I like to do when I have guests on is give you a chance to introduce yourself and and tell us what inspired you to get into film. So my name is Nancy Goodman, and my inspiration really was not having anything to do with film. It was more to get a message out to women who had food obsessions like I did, you know, obsessing about every diet and calorie and not understanding what was behind the overeating and the binging that I was doing. I didn't mm-hmm. categorize myself as having an eating disorder because I – you know, I just thought I loved food too much. Really, the everything that I've done since then, the books, now the movie was just a vehicle for getting the message out. So I, I didn't set out to make a film. I set out to find the way to get the message to women. So oh, interesting. Okay. Kind of came from there, yeah. Well, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about the movie and also, so, so this is your first film, correct? Yes. Yeah. So you did everything. You wrote it. You directed it. Like, how was that? It was so fun. <laughs> it, it, it was so funny. I kind of treated it like I was just having people over, you know, to my house. And I just made them, I wanted them to feel comfortable. I, mm-hmm. I wanted them to understand the story and, and the heart of of what this was all about and what it came from, where it came from. And they all got it. And that, and that, that connection was how I chose who to work with. And it just kind of worked it was yeah. so organic. And there were people I had to walk away from producers and, and such, and even directors, because I could see that they were kind of, I think more into the idea of either winning, getting into Sundance or, or making money or whatever it was. And I thought about that person, that woman, that girl sitting in the, in the audience and what I, what I wanted her to feel. And that, that became my motivation, kind of my path to, Mm -hmm. to every decision that I made was knowing that she, how I would feel had I not gone through what I went through to get to the understanding of what was behind the food I needed to make it fun. There were people who wanted me to make it dark. I said, no, we feel dark about this. The last thing we need to do is look at something dark about it. We need to look at something that is light and fun and makes us feel normal and accepted and together, not not what makes us feel dark, mm-hmm. you know? So That's an interesting thing because I can see how people might say, oh, well, you don't want to make light of something so serious, but in, in uh, treating it as uh a sort of normal experience that uh or an experience that normal people go through and learn from and 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 grow from i can see what you're what you're saying yeah and you know if we talk about the word eating disorder there's a big stigma to that yeah and 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 i will say that our whole country is one big eating disorder and there's Mm -hmm. no stigma to the food network or the obsessions about recipes and food i mean we make food like crack we just make it better and better and then we try to deprive it because we want to lose weight so there's all of this chaos going on around food but i wanted to bring people's attention to the feelings because all of this is just a big act. It's a big 
story and, and thing for us to engage in, and it takes us from our feelings and from the choices that we, we can make on a daily okay. basis that have nothing to do with food. And once we make those choices, then we identify our feelings and we feel them, and maybe we feel horrible, you know, but that's part of life. And, and so we have dark moments, we have light moments, but it's a pretty mm-hmm. movie intentionally. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to feel heavy, mm-hmm. but I wanted it to feel honest. Yeah. Interesting. So would you say that the, in what ways would you say that Jeannie, the, the lead character is kind of similar to your experience? In what ways would you say that she's different? Well, she's different because she's more successful. <laughs> I, you know, she's a businesswoman. I, I've been a stay at home mom. Okay. So that was, that's what I would say that's the biggest difference. And any pathetic thing that she does in the movie, I promise you, I did it. That's where I got the idea. You know, her vulnerability is, is close to mine. The, the, the total lack of understanding that there were any feelings behind what she was doing. That was my lack of understanding. I knew to make a connection between somebody just said something hurtful and me, you know, an hour later, just diving into food. I, I never made that correlation. Mm -hmm. uh, The therapist in the movie is I intentionally made her wacky, but wise, because again, I didn't want it to be too serious, but, but her, her message is strong. It's very strong. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. so I tried to go through humor. There, there are painful moments in the movie, you know, where, where it evokes emotion. But again, it's just, I just tried to be really real with it. Mm -hmm. And, and as, Although the story is different than mine, on the outside, I wasn't a surprise party planner. The the, the feelings on, on the inside are, are very close. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of relationship stuff in there, too, that mm-hmm. can also trigger eat, overeating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you know how to, to, did you just kind of learn how to direct as you went? Or how did you, how did you know how to do that? You know, that's such a good question, because I don't know. I, you know, I never intended on <laughs> directing this movie. I was looking for directors and somebody suggested, you wrote the book, you made these characters, you should direct. And I said, why would I ever sabotage my own film? Why would I do that? I don't know how you know where to put somebody's foot or whatever. I mean, I, I don't know yeah. anything about that. And they said, it's our job. This was the other producer and um, the assistant director. And they uh-huh. said, all you have to know is your vision. It's our job to get your vision up on the screen. Mm-hmm. And so you know what she looks like, um, what she, how she dresses, what her apartment is like. You know how to communicate to the actors what they're feeling, where they are in a moment emotionally. And, and that was true. Yeah. So it was my ability to rely on them. And then the cast themselves, because they understood it and they – Listen, they had reservations too, you know, to work with a first-time director. But I think they saw, I think they felt the, the mission behind this. And, and everybody kind of, it was a joint effort of, of everybody. So mm-hmm. they made it easy for them, and I think I made it easy for them too. And it wasn't, it was, it was work in terms of time and attention, but it was a warm, fuzzy place to go mm-hmm. for those 25 days of shooting, and I, I loved it. Nice. Yeah, is this something yeah. you'd want to do again? I'd love to do it again. Yeah. And, you know, this was fun because it was my thing. I mean, my sure. kids, my dad, my dog, you know, yeah. <laughs> they were all in it. But yeah, the actual experience of directing was, 
was so fun. And I did take a lot of my experience as a mom to that because you want to make people comfortable in your home. And this home, this was my home of, of story and, and expression and, and comfort and realness. And mm-hmm. I just wanted everybody to feel a big, a big part at, with warm energy and excitement and about it. And, and I think they did, you know, so yeah. So, yeah. so how did you decide on uh, Fiona? We love Fiona on the, the podcast. Uh, she's actually- Isn't on, she wonderful? Yeah, she's, we've been, I've been able to interview her and she was a delight. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So how did you decide on her as far as auditions and everything? Well, I wanted somebody, and, and again, like with the LA cast, Chicago cast, I could audition. With the LA cast, it was really just the casting director telling me who was available, looking up things that they had done. And what I saw in her was she had a very sunny, cheerful, fun quality. And I, what I was worried about was the depth. Would she be able to do that? Because I, I, I wasn't seeing that in some of the things that she had done at that point that I was able to see. Mm-hmm. But in talking to her, you know, and she had hesitation too, as I said. Um, but it, But when we talked about it... And I talked about how it's an embarrassing role to play. And, but she got it. And that our conversation made me feel so comfortable. I think it made her feel comfortable too. And then once we met, it was instant. And she so wanted to please me. She so wanted to do this in the way that reflected the, the way the character was written. And then she brought to it things that she exceeded my expectation. I just loved watching her. And I think she did every moment with such authenticity and mm-hmm. you know and spirit and she played the the sad moments she played the fun moments she played the kooky moments you know yeah i'm so happy with her yeah. so happy yeah and she's really good about bringing the humor into a scene and yeah it's, yeah it's not necessarily like a funny scene she can kind of bring some humor into it which i appreciate right right she was amazing she was amazing and we got really close during the filming she actually stayed at my house a little bit and you know got to know my kids and so i just love that woman yeah that's great okay yeah and yeah and yeah. then you had our two leading men uh jonathan uh-huh. bennett and sean ferris that must have been fun to work with them that was <laughs> <laughs> jonathan is such a hoot he is yeah. just as kooky you know he walked in the first day dropped his pants and said, okay, where are the outfits? You know, and I mean, he's just, he just is all out there. He's so funny. And Sean had a really interesting approach, which was he wanted, you know, he knew that the character that he was playing had two sides and he didn't want him to be a jerk. And I said, all jerk. And I said, that's right, because if he's a jerk, then she's a jerk for it to him you know so mm-hmm. he really looked to find the um and he was the one who really helped me sometimes let them do their own thing he called it going in the playground like let us go in the playground and see what we come up with mm-hmm. you know we're and and so there was a trust that that we all had with each other so there were times where they wanted to play it a certain way especially um sean and fiona they mm-hmm. saw it go in a certain direction and i said no, it, it needs to be this at this moment. And then there were other times where they said, no, it needs to be this in this moment. And I, I, I got it. We all worked together in that way. And, and um, we trusted each other. And, and it, it ended up 
there were times where they did a scene totally different than the way I wrote it. And I, li- and I liked it better. Yeah. 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 That's cool. In uh, his Christmas movie last year, Jonathan Bennett, he, it, it, he was so good about, uh, you could, I felt like every scene that, that when they declared cut, everybody was just like cracking up because, and you don't uh-huh. sometimes get that with Hallmark movies. You don't necessarily get that spirit of sort of of fun of funny of humor like yeah you get the sweetness you get the the romance you get the but but not and i just felt like he was just so funny in every every scene and and uh and i, I feel some of that here too and he was just really sweet and i thought that she genuinely had nice chemistry with both men and they both she really did Such yeah. different chemistries Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and um and you could see who she was in you know in each relationship and the different parts that they brought out in her you know one comfortable and and one doesn't one goes deeper one one is more shallow and it was interesting I just thought it was fun and I've always been very intrigued by friendships that turn romantic and what makes that happen and what doesn't make it happen earlier and also some of the deeper relationships and are they healthy or are they not and sometimes they are and sometimes they're not you know so is is this guy challenging her or is he making her explode and Mm -hmm. and is this friend really someone who should be with or 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 should he just be a friend you know so yeah well and the problem was the lack of communication because the sean fair's character like he was a he's a good person, but he's a, yeah. he's a bad communicator, and that's that's really hard on a relationship. Yeah, and he had his own stuff that that, yeah. that he was bringing, you know, and and that's something that Sean and I talked about a lot. You know, you know, we we wanted his character to be flawed, but to have a good heart. And that's mm-hmm. what she found in him and saw in him and, and wanted to get to know better. And they, they had parts that worked against each other. And then they had parts that worked really for each other. Right. And Jonathan was, you know, the Danny character is, he's a combination of, he's a combination of my ex-husband and, and my, and other friends that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the dialogue that they have is the actual stuff that, you know, Scott and I would, would say. And, and and same with with the Sean character, they were both based on relationships that I that I had had, you know, and mm-hmm. and that I learned so much from. Yeah. And so originally, I I hadn't even brought the food into the whole thing. It was more of a story that I wrote to try to understand my own life and decisions mm-hmm. better. But yeah, Jonathan's humor is. Uh, he would just start rolling off things that we were just all so hysterical watching. And, and again, we kept those things in the movie because they were just so perfect. He's amazing. Uh, So do you like surprise parties or are you a big fan of them? Oh, I love them. As a matter of fact, I did. So I did actually have a little business called surprise enterprise for a while. And I, like for my, for Scott, my ex-husband, I once threw a surprise party for him at a movie theater he thought we were just moved into a movie late. And so we, we sat down and then maybe 10 minutes into the film, uh, the lights went up, the audience all stood and faced him and yelled surprise. And he, he just never saw it coming. You know, <laughs> there, there was a big picture on the screen of him like that. That's yeah. the film stopped. And then, and it was just him on stage. And I just looked at his 
<laughs> and his face, it just, it didn't change, you know, <laughs> he, mm-hmm. just, he was just frozen. And so, yeah, I, I love, I love doing surprise parties. I've done them for my kids. And so that was a, a genuine. Um, That's funny. The only tricky thing about, about surprise parties is you don't want the person to think they forgot, you've forgotten their, their birthday. Yeah, I know. It's hard. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah so usually I'll do a decoy thing like I'll have something planned that they think is coming up and that thing never happens because and that distracts them from yeah. the thing that really is happening yeah yeah that that helps yeah. a little bit so then they and also yeah. they're like why are you talking with all of my you know all my friends or or my other friends what is what's going on yeah I know yeah. they're hard to pull up but they're so fun I just yeah. think they're so fun Cool. Yeah, that's great. Well, where can people, if they want to see the film, surprise me, where can people uh, see it? Uh, it's going to be um, on demand? This or? Friday. Yeah, this Friday it will be released on Amazon Prime. Oh, great. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, we'll put a link in the description for that. And uh, oh, good. thank you. Do you have social media or anything like that that you want to share? Oh, you know, um, surprise me movie is is our um instagram and facebook great Uh, well we'll put that in the description as well so people can follow you okay and uh thanks so much for uh taking time to talk with us and talk with me and uh i really look forward to seeing uh seeing what you do what you do next oh rachel thank you so much i really appreciate that yeah well good luck with the film and uh thanks so much Okay. I'd like to thank Nancy for coming on the podcast. This was really fun to get to talk with her and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, if you're looking for a fun little rom-com, check out Surprise Me on Amazon uh, coming up this week. Thanks again. And please subscribe to my channel. If you're listening on iTunes, please uh, follow us and give us your ratings and reviews. We sure appreciate it. And consider becoming a patron of the podcast. Uh, we have giveaways and uh, all the other fun opportunities. Have all the information in the description section. We also have our merch store, uh, which there's lots of fun holiday merch. So check that out as well. And I'll put a link down to my interview with Fiona Gubelman on Hallmarkies podcast from last year. So definitely take a look at that as well. So thanks so much again to Nancy and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye.